Hello and welcome to the Dungeon Masters Guildhouse. Uh, this is a weekly podcast where I, your host, Matthew Whitby, sit down with people all across the DMs Guild, uh, Adventure League, and just surrounding tabletop RPG space. And this week, I am enthralled. Uh, enthralled? Yeah, I'm going to go with enthralled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. To be joined by Paul Gabat. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me, Matthew. Um, happy to be here. Yeah, no, I, how, how, how are we doing today? I'm feeling awesome. Today is uh, thinking of, with all the things happening right now. It's still a great day. So, yeah. as I say, as well, as well I, I've uh, was it. So I, I've been. I, I haven't actually been keeping track, but I've been again over the course of like I think this is like forty third, forty four episodes. I've had a chance. Forty first. Wow. <laughs> I think. I yeah. think if there's no if pending the, upload. Yeah. <laughs> not to not to give away like you know when we're recording this or anything about <laughs> the kind of no it's ruined um, yeah <laughs> um, but no I was gonna say was I've, I've I've had the pleasure to kind of chat to people kind of like all over the world um I've, I've been thinking that like I should probably get like a world map and have like oh. I have have like pins because was it you're calling from um over in Manila Philippines Manila Philippines yeah Philippines fast. So you have water deep map. You have the map of the nine hells in your back. <laughs> the, the, the Probably map a world these. map. Yeah. A world map. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling. Again, I, I think I would need to. I, I need to make a complete effort to make sure it's not just you know Europeans and Americans. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, well, no, it's it's great to be here. No, fantastic. Um, no. So I guess j- kind of jumping straight into things. And so for the people listening, um, what sort of things you know might might they heard you of? If you know, if, um, if, if if they don't already know, you know, a, a gold any award winning. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. <laughs> um, well, if um, I'm fortunate enough um, that you're actually able to run my adventure, uh, it's most probably a uh, an adventure called a Dragon's Breath. It's an adventures league legal adventure, so it's for level one to four, where you get to meet an ancient gold dragon while you still have like a wooden sword, and you know. You don't know how to cast any spells yet, or barely a- able to cast any spells. Also, um, yeah, as as Matthew said, um, recently one of my adventures in the Nine Hells, called uh, Stiggy Untamed, won a Gold Any Award this year for Best Organized Play Adventure. So, oh, congratulations! Uh, yeah, been, thank yeah, you. Like again, the 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 I, I, it's a shame the uh, obviously the, the was the Any's definitely held in person. Uh, have you as I asked, have you received your medal yet? Yeah, actually, I have it. So this is the the I don't know. Yeah, that's the cover right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, and the the medal it arrived like all the way, yeah, like on the other side of the world, <laughs> and it's here. Like it took like a month or so, but yeah. it did arrive. I was expecting it was gonna arrive like Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it's here. It, it would have been a nice Christmas present. I I I suppose uh, like did you do like the bike check? Is it like is it like real gold? I, I that that's what they said. I don't know if it's real, either. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I I bit it because everybody said you have you have to bite it yeah. on it and yeah. Yeah, no, again, so congratulations. So I, I suppose like one of my kind of like first questions then is 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 like so kind of what got you into like I guess eventually crying as like a, a kind of like trend. Right. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, yeah, eventually crying in particular as well. Yes. So because I started playing adventures league yeah like uh so it has seasons so basically every time a hardcover comes out so i started playing since um out of the uh, out of the abyss um is it yeah um came out uh and like basically the the third season 
And that's when I started playing. And I just fell in love with Adventurous League. And until now, kind of have that um, like a love-hate relationship with Adventurous League. But um, I still love her very much. Yeah. And yeah, that's why I'm writing, <laughs> I'm writing as much as venture, adventures uh, as I can for, for it. No, interesting. And and then so it was was it like a natural progression then of like playing in Adventure League, potentially DMing in Adventure League? Is, is that kind of the route you yep. take to then like putting together your own sort of adventures? Yep. So is it okay if I reveal my, my backstory? Oh no, but <laughs> I, this, 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 again, this, this is Paul, this is this is all for you. Like honestly, this, this is your chance to show. Right. So when I was in high school, I, I have a follow-up on this. When I was in high school, I played Dungeons and Dragons once or twice, I think. I can't, I can barely remember. But again, so my I think it was third edition by that time. And my high school friend, uh, when we played, he gave me this awesome white wolf mount, and then with a matching like marble white axe with it. And then during our session, I, I guess I rolled low. And I broke the axe. <laughs> and it was like it was like a brand new axe. I'm feeling um like I fell in love with the game and then I broke it. And then we ended the session. And then we never had a follow-up session after that. Yeah. So years later, I um start working and then uh, I'm back here in the Philippines. And then I found about Adventures League when fifth edition came out. And that's the only available, well, at least that's the only thing I can find here in my area to play. So I started playing it, fell in love. And now we have, I'm part of a community called Adventures League PH and Facebook. So mm-hmm. there, it has like 4,000 members now wow. uh, there. And yeah, we're all just like playing Adventures League together. And I found DM's Guild. I want to write for Adventures League. I want to write my own adventure. I wrote one adventure in 2016, trying to copy the format of Adventures League. Yeah. Nobody has seen it. <laughs> Barely anyone has seen it. It's somewhere there. And then, yeah, a few years, a couple of years later, I started writing a Dragon's Breath. And from there, it just snowballed. So I, I think it's so with writing, sort of like, uh, I guess it's like it's through the uh, CCC, the sort of community. Uh, yeah, community created content yes yeah. and so yeah i was gonna say so was was that essentially like had you been writing any sort of adventures before or was your kind of like first kind of like dipping your toes in writing adventures was kind of following this sort of adventure league or ccc type format yep that so that that's basically it so um as i said i want to write something for adventures league like giving back yeah. to the game that i'm having fun with so when that rules came out that, hey, you know what? Everybody can write an adventure as long as you can premiere it at an event yep. and then send it to us. We'll approve it and then we'll upload it to DM Skilled. So um, what I did is I'm actually part of a events group, TTRPG events called the, the Greasy Snitches. Ah, uh, nice. Represent. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, the name, the name, we're nice. We're nice people. But yeah, the name, <laughs> the name is bad. It's the name of, <laughs> it's the name of the party, like the first party that uh, I DM for. Mm-hmm. And then when we kind of got stuck with the name, like, I think this is bad. Like we go to like different companies and like, hey, do you want, do you want to join our event where the Greasy Snitches <laughs> and like, 
Ah, kind of sketchy. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a case of like you know when when you start a company or like you know you start like like even with like an adventuring party name, you're just like oh you know this is our name and you don't expect it to stick. And then when yep. you're like ten year, ten levels later, everyone's like oh yeah you know the greasy snitches they just defeated a god. <laughs> yeah. So so that's that's uh, where we are. So um, when I saw the rules, I started applying for it. And it's actually a nine-month process. So to create the community before, um, it's a nine-month process where you have to submit an outline, what event you have, and everything. And um, you know, after nine months, you'll think like, do I still want to write this adventure? After nine months, a lot of things will happen. Yeah, can happen. And but yeah, if you have the will to write uh, enough passion for the game. I managed to get that out and then it made the process easier for me since I'm used to it. Mm -hmm. And I got like five adventures out for, for community created content. So, and I suppose, what was it? The, I believe the rules have changed slightly. So it's not quite, it, again, it still goes through the process, but it's not necessarily nine months long still. Or right. It, or it, it has changed over the past seasons, but now, um, Everything is actually on hold because now it's a new season since uh, Rime of the Frost Maiden yeah. came out. Season 10? Season 10, yes. Now, season 10. Um, and if you want to put out a community-created content, they change it. It's no longer called a CCC program. It's Dungeon Craft. Oh, so um, they revealed that in the Adventures Wanted episode, the latest one. Um, but it basically means that uh, there might be some new rules i'm assuming so it has a new name and they told us like you know hold off on these adventures that you're writing and until these new rules come out so no. have some very exciting cccs i want to get out there including the the sequel the the next adventure for for this one so. yeah because i believe what was it it was the um oh, i'm kicking myself for not remembering the name but there was the um uh, the guide to the nine hells. It was was it? Yes. Uh, Pip Yaps. Pip Yaps guide to all of the nine hells. Yeah, yeah. which also at towards the, the end they sort of had um, was it essentially Adventure League writing guidance? I I, I must have been, I, it's been a right. Long time. So it's uh, basically a guide if you want to run nine hells adventure. So it has some information about the different layers, mm -hmm. and it also has guidance on community created content. Like if you want to write a uh, CCC, the uh, based on the nine house, then you can get the rules from from that uh, supplement, and okay. that's basically what followed Stadia Untamed mm -hmm. and Minoris Unchained, which is the like, kind of like the prequel adventure from that one. Uh, so was it was it a case where you, uh, the uh, I think was this is it Stadia? Stadia is the fifth Stigia. level. Right. Avernus is the first one, which is the one in Baldur's Gate, yep. the, the map that you have behind you. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've lost you in my, <laughs> yeah. my large head. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, I guess, so I guess, actually, so I'll be honest, my, my hell law is pretty good for Avernus, not so good for the, I, so, so I know Avernus, I know the ninth layer. Um, what's, what's, what's exciting about the fifth layer? No. <laughs> Yeah, uh, nothing basically. Yeah, it kind of shocked there. Like, what is exciting about Stygia? And then nothing, because it's all ice. Oh. Uh, so it's all covered in ice. So this is like the worst version of Icewind Dale, <laughs> like times 100. Yeah. And basically, if you get your, if you dip or you dive into the 
stigency, your soul is just gone. Oh, fair. So it's it's sort of like well the, the so I know the river sticks kind of has that weird sort of like again that's like um yeah you, you kind of yeah you get a me- kinds of memory loss if you kind of dive into the river sticks but in the Stygian Sea because it's so cold you just lose your soul yeah your soul is just gone. <laughs> wow. I mean that 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 that's a, that sounds like a pretty pretty sort of potentially brutal encounter. It's- yeah. Uh, it is, and that's that's. I think I'm um, just assuming here because uh, there is a way for you to go underwater, and that's what I did in this adventure. A bit of a spoiler. And then there's something lurking there, something massive, something gargantuan, something like CR thirty on a level five to ten adventure. And I guess in some fairness, people liked it. Yeah, in fairness, I think that, that like there is like a trend though of like um, or just not necessarily a trend, but you, there's so much cool stuff to play with with throwing either like uh, like a high tier creature at low level parties, especially if you potentially like give them the tools to kind of navigate that space. Even because yep. even though it's the case of like they are extremely outmatched, but it's like the underdog story. It's like you, you kind of want them to come up top or like somehow like get away. Um, yeah, and it's exciting because uh, that's kind of like my my formula a bit in some of my adventure. Like I said, a dragon's breath is a level one to four adventure, but you get to meet an ancient gold dragon, which is yeah. like CR 20 something. Um, and now as level one to four adventure, are we going to fight this thing? Or are we going to befriend it? How do you befriend a, a gold dragon? Like, well, what do you do with it? And then when, if ever you build bond a bond with it, how are we going to proceed? This is my first time. And then that, that first time of um, like emotions that comes out, mm-hmm. that's the feeling of like adventuring out into, into this D&D world. And that kind of makes it fun for, for some players. And, so so I, I do kind of have to ask then. So with, with a dragon's breath in particular, have you, have you had any sort of um, horror stories of there's an ancient dragon, let's go slay it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I have I have a couple like because um, um, again it doesn't start out well like dragons a bit can be arrogant and you know um, have some pride in them and when they ask for adventures for help they don't really sometimes sometimes they don't ask nicely yeah um, and adventures don't like that at times uh, especially in dragons red. And they were like, hey, you could have just asked us nicely you wanted help. Why do you have to kill us first? And then, you know. Um, and with this, it, I have some people like, you know what? I want to prove that I'm strong enough. I'm level two. <laughs> I, ha- I have a level two spell. I think I can I yeah. can kite it, like hit it and then run and then hit and run. And I, no, that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, well, Thankfully, I was able to persuade some of my players um, for trying to slay a dragon. Yeah, I, but again, it has happened. Was it so? The, the dragons, like ancient dragons, are they are they gargantuan size or are they? They are gargantuan size. Yes. Yeah. So I'll be honest, like you, you, you probably have to say, okay, medium, like this mm-hmm. is large. This is this is big. This is huge. This, like, <laughs> 
Yep, and it has like a fire bread that can go all the way where you're running right now. So, are you sure you want to do this? I don't. I mean, there's some people who have like no amount of warnings will 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 deter them from their their path. They're like, no, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, like yeah. if you let the if you let the dragon kill you, we can just end this quick and then get a burger and fries. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've I've got, I've got to go soon. So you know, I'm gonna hit the dragon. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I guess like uh, a curious question then is so like where where do some of these like ideas that you have kind of start from? Because look, so I've, I've, uh, looking at your kind of product before, you've also got like um, I'm saying Brotherhood, which also, yes, again it's I should say first and foremost stunning cover art. Um, very oh yes, like, very sort of like um, I don't know. It, it feels like it evokes a sort of um, more like peaceful uh, sort of like you know sort of like a charming adventure. Well, that when you play, uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, murder, deceit, life. So yeah, the cover kind of attracts you. Like, okay, this seems nice, but when you play this adventure, uh, <laughs> those who have played it, uh, I'm sure you have experienced it. And for those who haven't yet, um, a bit of a spoiler. Um, so yeah, you might get your heart broken. So, wow, okay, okay so when you're looking at all that, oh, they look so happy, like something, something's going on. It's not going to be a happy adventure. Why? I, thought it, I thought it could be. I thought it... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, the, the covers, uh, we have the first one, A Dragon's Breath, was, uh, the cover art was done with uh, Camille Chuatan. So she's a local. Um, and the second cover and third cover, um, for this Dragon's Breath Adventure, uh, Brotherhood and Tainted Love is done by Ian Viernes, very, very awesome artist. Um, but yeah, um, these adventures, um, what's this? It, 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 it looks nice in the cover, but when you play it, it's kind of... So it's basically like it's a sort like of like daggers. Uh, 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 you know the what they're saying: don't judge a book by its cover. It's it's like yep, yep. It's, it's to the extreme of like yeah, oh yeah, no, it's almost the antithesis of what is on the cover. <laughs> yeah, but uh, in terms of inspiration for that, um, since I was in high school or probably even before that, mm-hmm. I watch uh, anime, Japanese animation a lot. Um, so um, I'm a big anime nerd, um, and. You know, as I was growing up, I, I, I'm still in love with, with watching anime, and even until now. Um, and that's kind of like part of my creative process now. Mm-hmm. Um, and before I was asking, like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I this, like, you know, middle-aged man watching anime still? <laughs> like, what's my purpose in life? <laughs> yeah. and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then I discovered D&D. And then, holy crap, all the ideas I've got all these years, all the tropes, everything. Yeah. I put it, I put it all there. I tried to put it. So at the start of the adventure, in Adventures League, um, before you start the adventure, it gives you like a background. Mm-hmm. And then at the top, like the primer, there's a quote. So I tried to put like an anime quote <laughs> or like a video game quote out there. And then, you know, oh, this guy, this guy is, this guy is a weeb. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> no, in fairness, I think I, again, it, I think it's the case of like, uh, like so many sort of players when you come to like uh, playing D&D, it is almost like, like even if they don't always say it, 
sometimes they're like my character is like deeply inspired by by you know like i don't know like boromir from lord of the rings or like oh you know it's i have this character has big big anime vibes <laughs> with, with, with the, you know their brooding backstory or uh, and it's I, th- I think event is like incorporating those sort of like tropes into you know um adventures it's like yeah because at the end of the day it's like people pe- people enjoy that stuff uh, and and it's the case of like yeah apparently we- there's a there's a big market for yeah. it and I'm not alone in liking anime or putting anime in my D and D, so that's I, my purpose. I think as well, it's, it's that, that that point of like click. You know, when 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 you realize like a, a sort of like Easter egg or like you're like this is a lot like, and, and and then there's that knowing look of like, is this is this what I think it is? And it's like, yeah, no, it, it is. Oh <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a lot of those, and and I think that's what makes it click, at least for my adventures. Yeah. Um. And like when something happens or a plot twist or a new encounter comes up and then someone like one of my players or one of the players will just suddenly go like, wait, isn't it kind of similar to this? (laughs) And then, all right, let me handle this. I know what to do. Uh, And then, yeah, when I see that spark, I'm like, all right, I've done my job. That's it. I guess so. I guess like to kind of ask them. So, what are like some of the core like? I, do the tropes you kind of try and integrate change a fair bit, like the anime tropes, or is there like a few that you kind of like to lean on a little bit? Um, it depends. Well, I don't really want to copy like the exact no, scenario. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I put a twist on it in a way that um, like in animes, there's a lot of overpowered main characters. Mm-hmm. That's the common trope. Like, I'm so overpowered. I don't know what to do. No. So how are you going to write a story for an overpowered character? That's already hard. Like, I can beat someone and just, like, one finger, yep. one punch. One punch, man. Kill you. Yeah, <laughs> here you go. See? Yeah. I'm happy. I'm yeah. happy. All right. So uh, if you can do that, um, how are you going to write for, for that kind of uh, character? And then can you translate that into D&D? You know what? I'll take that challenge. So I have a dragon's breath. How do I write an adventure for a CR22 dragon? Yeah. You know? So I put that there. And then how do I put a CR30 monster in a level 5 to 10 adventure? And how are people going to deal with it? So because I, I think that challenge. Like, I guess the, the, the kind of fascinating thing about it is, is like, even like, even just again, you can't necessarily take an anime plot or like, you know, plot from a film and just throw it into an adventure. It's right. it's a case of like again taking an interesting thing of like okay well how 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 does it, like how like you you set up this scenario and then you kind of have to say like okay well how are the players going to navigate this space like how 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 do we still kind of give them the agency because I think if adventures were like some animes it would just be like oh there's this guy with like six foot of hair spiky hair um, <laughs> and they they just do everything they come in they save the day uh, and then we're just we're just the side characters of, of a different adventure as the DM runs the game themselves. Right. Um, well, that's the thing. So again, D&D still has its own um, like character, its, its own identity. So I keep that. But, you know, um, those little details that I put in there is for those who appreciate Japanese animation and like, oh, yeah. I kind of noticed that that's kind of similar to what I would just watch. And, um, you know, um, there's also the scenario, like when I wrote a dragon's breath, I want people to enjoy. I think I talked about this in Albacon <laughs> interview. <laughs> yeah. um, 
like I want them to have that Disney vibe of like appreciating the environment that they're in, the mountains, the sea, um, and everything. But those who take it one step further, those who are like anime enthusiasts like me, will see like when this particular happened, when you fly just above the sea over the blue sky, yeah. this and then they go like, this feels like an anime opening. It's kind of because sometimes like you're, you immediately like, again, I, you just, that image kind of pops in your head immediately. And it, it's kind of hard to like, especially if you've like, it's just from like anything. It's like once you, the DM describes that like image, you're like, I've seen this before. And now you're suddenly there so much easier than trying to imagine like, there's some, there's some scenarios and adventures and like, you know, hardcover books where it's like, I've really, I'm, I, I've never been in this situation. Like, it's really hard to imagine what, like, you know, a, a sea of, I don't know, toenails, or yeah. like, or like, you know, think, things in Avernus of so like these, these horrors. Um, yeah, and and since it has a like a lot of people have watched or ex, um, like, it feels like you have experienced it. You know what it is. You can visualize it, and it makes the game, you know, mo- much more fun then and makes it easier for your dungeon master to, okay you get it you understand what i'm trying to pick uh picture here and either the player will go all right let's do this i love that or oh man i hate this i know exactly what you're talking about all right let's do something yeah so they can visualize it it makes the the, sto- the game better and yeah that means I've done my job if yeah. that's the case. I mean, there, there is something funny if you have like a party where it's like four people all for it, like all aboard, like the, the sort of anime, anime trip. And there's yeah. one person like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like that, it, that in itself is, is like an anime trope. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and um, I have this plan before because um, usually um, one of the famous anime is like Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And um, it has like a, like a tournament arc where you go in a tournament, fight yeah. some other stronger people, but it takes so long, like so many episodes before it finishes. Yeah. And I was like, can I make a tournament arc adventure? And then I'll write like five adventures for it. And it's all just <laughs> tournament, <laughs> see who will win. Yeah. But it, it, it's a challenge. Like, how can you make it exciting? What's going to be there? Like, what's the plot twist and everything? Is it just going to be all fights? Because I'm sure that's not going to be fun. So uh, that's that's uh, put a pin on that. Yes, um, as well, like a future project off, off, off in the distance. Yep, the future. Yeah. No, no, it, no. Awesome. So I guess like so like coming back around to like so obviously when it comes to like CCC content, um, I think they they kind of like is it is is it it all needs to like is some of the new stuff especially that you don't know, like was is Menorah Unchained and. Um, the uh, sort of, thing. yeah, the things, the things set within the, the sort of nine hells. Um, yeah. How do you find sort of like uh, navigating these sort of like existing like law and sort of information? Like, like is it something that you kind of lean into and kind of try, or is it the case that you try and like these? The nine layers of hells are pretty big. You kind of have mm-hmm. quite a big play space to sort of say, oh, you know, there's you know, there's there's, there's this sort of particular building here that's like, I'm, yeah, I'm just curious. Um, no, it's actually fun for me because I, I love lore um, and everything. I um, The fact that I technically started consistently playing in fifth edition. So I have no background in the 
terms of the lore from previous editions. Mm-hmm. So as I play through it, I learn about the nine hells. So is this like Dante's Inferno? Is this how it's gonna work? Yeah. But yeah, there, there's a different twist. Okay, so who are the the archdukes, the the devils that are here? Who's who rules? And then similarities with uh, like lores from other books. Mm-hmm. And the more I learn about the Forgotten Realms lore, the more like I fall in love with it. So I um since I started in fifth edition, I'm like a Forgotten Realms baby. Yeah. You know, so people are asking, oh, I want to play Dark Sun next, uh, next and Spell Jammers and everything. I don't know anything about it yet, <laughs> but here's everything yeah. I know about the Forgotten Realms and Planescape and here. And then I, I start to discover all these other worlds, other planes, and it just makes it exciting for me. So it's like I'm discovering uh, new stuff as well together with the players that play my adventure. I think one thing I get I'm, I'm again I think I mentioned this before big I'm a big fifth edition baby as well <laughs> the <Yeah>. like <laughs> yeah. the one it's kind of like I, I I'm 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 guilty of this a fair bit that like once I begin like digging into the law and finding out something about it I find myself even if it's like if I write an adventure about like so I've written an adventure about um Tai Chi which is yep. the the the, yeah, the was it the the, the god that uh uh Taimora and Bashaba you know split Afrom um, yep. Now, when I write other products, sometimes I'm just like, "Hey, I could put a reference to, to Tai Chi here." <laughs> 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 and, and it's just like, it's just like, it, this is like, this, this is something I know. This is this is like, uh, and it's like, I want more people to know. So you just like, you, you even even sometimes when it's you know, it's 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 not about you know this dead god anymore. But I can make mm-hmm. it a little bit. I can just throw like a little a little like sprinkling of lore. <laughs> That's how the cleric spread it. <laughs> spread the religion. <laughs> he kind of put like yeah. one snippet yeah. on, on that yeah. adventure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a cleric. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean it's fun to do that, exploring the lore. And I try to stick with it. It kind of um kind of irks me too. And I think it, it's a disservice to other people who played this for a long time and who've read all the books and then you're just gonna say that hey you're telling me that this particular character acts this way although all previous editions previous books tells you that you know um they act differently so i try to research as much as i can which is equal to youtube and wiki (laughs) but yeah, I no, I mean the, the the YouTube law channels. There's something of like a I, I was again sticking with the cleric language. There's something of a godsend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, thank goodness there's a lot of people who love the lore, who knows about the lore, who researches about it, makes the you know the job of us writers, designers, a bit easier. Yeah, because there are times where was it the um, Forgotten Realms wiki? It can only get you so far. Um, before you start having to sort of like trudge up or like go searching through like, oh, I really need this this weird secondhand, uh, sorry, second edition product that yeah. <laughs> I only need for this this one subparagraph about this one shop in Waterdeep. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, when I was researching about the Nine Hells, especially Stygia, mm-hmm. so I don't know anything about the, the fifth layer. The book, the Baldur's Gate, the Senate of Avernus only talks about Avernus. Yeah. And I have no... Uh, experience uh, or knowledge about the previous edition so I went to uh, wiki uh, all the YouTube videos I can find 
I've got into some Reddit posts, a lot of that. And then I've gone into like web pages, like homebrew, homebrew <laughs> pages from like five years, six years ago. And like, this is how they describe the nine house. And this is what they've done with it. Actually, what? Because uh, this is like super relevant. I went. Uh, I. I. Because yeah. I was thinking about writing a, a, a um something set in hell. I. I actually have in in print the the guide to hell. Oh, so this oh, is this, this, nice. this, this is a second edition book, um, and this is like essentially. I think this is maybe when they might have been introduced, but I. I think so. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't know. Here's a, the, the interesting thing I find about like obviously books like this in particular is is the fact that, like. This this is so entrenched in advanced Dungeons and Dragons that obviously yeah. they have the kind of some sections of like law and the mechanics of the game kind of sometimes right. intertwined. Um, and reading them as again as a fifth edition baby, uh, advanced D D, it sounds wild, man. <laughs> it's very different. I read some stuff. I read some Planescape um, uh, source books, and it, it is crazy. I think that's. Yeah. So now again, thank you for thank you for indulging the this sort of like law chat. <laughs> yeah, I know we got way off. To, yeah. to, to, I, I guess to bring it back to you then, and then your like creative process as a whole. Then, um, is there like like a favorite part of the project? Like, what what, what do you kind of like to sink your teeth into? Um, uh, for me, I think my, the favorite part is when uh, it it has that uh, feeling of relief that, all right, everything is done, mm -hmm. finally. Yeah. And I've done it. And I like to, this is the way that I hurt myself. <laughs> like, I watch, like, I go to DMs together and see, like, if someone have actually purchased it. And then, like, after five seconds, I refresh yeah. and see if there's another one <laughs> and another one. And it makes me feel happy when someone does, but if nobody... Um, like checks it out or purchase it, you know, yeah. like it's okay, it's okay. Another ten more seconds, <laughs> a minute, yeah. an hour. I like, I'll give it a day. I'll try yeah. to sleep. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the release date is like a, a double-edged sword in in sort of like in sort of like mood modifying. Um, yeah, I, I, again, like so, I, I can't imagine. Like I've had like like when you like I must admit, so I haven't. I don't think I've had a product that has been like a a sort of explosive success and i don't know if my heart could take something like it so i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm quite I'm, I'm quite happy with the you know the sort of like the the, the trickle in and every day like oh look someone else picked it up and then you know a month or so down the line i'm like hey copper oh yeah that's, that's yeah not too bad. That, 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 actually that's a big achievement because eh? you know i when some people and i tell this to like new writers mm -hmm. also like i'm not uh, Obviously, I'm also new to this and I'm not that experienced also. But when I started out with DM Skilled, like my mindset is like, okay, I have something in my head that I think like five or 10 people will also enjoy. So I'll, I'm doing this for them. I'm writing it, see if this particular NPC that I work hard for will, you know, actually live or see the day in a different table yeah and when that ha that that's like the goal and or this could be just for me practicing writing mm -hmm. how to you know do all these things the process and when somebody actually purchases it that's actually a success when somebody <laughs> plays it 
that's a huge success. Just imagine some something that you created is being played at a different table, probably on the other side of the world, wherever you are. And and, and that, that's a big success already. And when you hit that copper, the copper uh, bestseller, and that means a lot of people have, have played it. And you get more as you increase. Yeah, well, one, like, one thing to keep in mind is like, I, I don't, I, was it actually, we, let, let's do some live. And I, like getting a copper is, is it's, it's a big deal. Like even though like, some people are just like, ah, oh, you know, I, you know, I, it's like a, a copper medal or whatever. Um, if I just was it looking at this, this that literally only only twelve percent, like twelve point two three to be accurate, twelve twelve percent of products from the DMs Guild get copper. Really? Uh, only twelve percent. Oh my god! That, All yeah. right. So yeah. So if if you're a writer, if you're new, you actually get a copper again. That it that's a big achievement. Every time I get that medal. On my page, I'm like, all right, I've done it. That's it. And, let's, let's and write and some more. I guess to kind of like to, to go back to like an earlier point and kind of is is the fact that I think sometimes it's the case of like to, to emphasize your enjoyment of the creative process and not always put so much pressure on you know the aftermath and the sales because mm-hmm. I think again you can be like again for it's was it, it releasing a product anytime is is always something of like a gamble. You, you, you never know if the market's right, if your advertise or like, you know, it's, 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 it's luck. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's luck that you can kind of mitigate with, you know, uh, a bunch of things that you do. <laughs> Again, I think this is really yeah. realizing why I'm not very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because uh, there are some people, uh, I mean, that's why I think collaboration is also important. Like, but um, so for me, my mindset is I want other people to play it. I want to see, everything I've created at a different table, yeah. making them smile, making them frown, uh, you know, uh, making them sweat because of a deadly encounter or, you know, having like a very good, like social interaction. Yeah. That makes me happy. That's like the goal. But there are others who like their, their thing is how, how can I make this product yeah. like a platinum bestseller? What yeah. is the strategy there? And how do I market it? When do I post Twitter? How will my post look like? Yeah. How do I market it? And there's like analysis trends, graphs and everything. Um, and, and that's fine. That's great. Like mm-hmm. to each his own. But um, when you collaborate, you combine your goals together and like, okay, we don't really clash. You take care of the marketing. I take care of, you know, yeah. making sure that this is going to be a great adventure you have and then you have those products that you see in the best sell, um, like the front page and i mean like so this obviously there is like the that like being on the sort of new releases page is now it's kind of fleeting at the moment because the the sheer amount of products being released but the things we release they, they don't really have a shelf life they're not going to go off like a week after release they're not no one's gonna be like oh no that product was released a week ago i can't buy it anymore i must only have the freshest products it's it's a case of like just putting out there it will like again it will continue to sell um and again so i'm, I'm learning a new motto that i've kind of like in number one hire an editor i'm going to get that on a t-shirt um two uh-huh. uh the best way to sell old products is to release a new one it's, yes it's uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's just 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 keep churning. I I I think the the um, related products or products also done by this this um, author uh, banner at the bottom of each product page. It yeah, it, it people like it. I think. <laughs> yeah, it, it it sells over time, and um, you know, as I said, the product that the first product I released back in 2016, it's still in DMs Guild. 
nobody has taken it down somebody should take it down <laughs> i should take it down but it's still there you can still find it and we're as writers if um um we want to make it out there make it big um we're all just waiting for that break you know that, that opportunity where we release something that will be noticed by a whole lot of uh, people and when that happens when it's your time to shine you know, they're gonna go back all right what else did matthew whitby re- release in dm skill what else did paul gabbett release and then you, you, even the the ones that you're not confident happy of that you release uh, people will still check it out and say all right that's funny now i see the context of why uh, I mean, he's doing these things. Paul, you know, what is it when they go, oh, what else have you know, these, these, these two people done? You know, they're going to go straight back to our first products and be like, whoa. Yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, no. <laughs> uh, like, no editor, no layout, <laughs> nothing, the words. Uh, like, and for me, like, uh, since um, um, English is not my, my first language, you know, so when, when I write it, of course, there's going to be a lot of typos grammatical errors and things like that and if someone just sees it they're like oh i'm so shy i don't want people to look at it it's tough though isn't it it's it's always the case of like sometimes like you want to treat your first product as almost like a like framed like a like a snapshot in time of like this was like this is a starry-eyed whippy you know Mm -hmm. as as they first you know set out of of, you know the, the venturing off into the world of the dms guild um, mm-hmm. And I know that there's, there's a good number of people who go back and obviously with like um, the knowledge they build over the time, they go, I need to completely rework it. Um, but I think I'm like, just because I'm constantly learning and with each new product, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm adapting, I'm getting better. Um, I feel like if I go back to my first product and make all those changes, it will only be a matter of time before I'm just like, well, I need to update it again because I've, 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 I've grown so much more. And then like, I, 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 instead of making new products, I'm just revamping old ones one by one. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then that's the thing. Like for me, the, the first product, I don't want to, I want to, I want to update it, but I'm trying to stop myself from doing so just so I can see what I was like four years ago. And like, this is the product that you purchase um that was made four years ago and this is how it looks like this is the feel of it and yeah if if it's not your thing or if it looks ugly to you yeah i'm sorry i'm really sorry but yeah <laughs> that's what it was like four years ago yeah so then i guess so we're talking about like four years ago then so is is there any sort of particular lessons that you've learned over the course of like writing content that you kind of wish you knew a little bit sooner um the thing there, yeah, um, things that I should have learned is like, again, collaboration, really important. Um, like you don't have to do it alone. It's awesome. Like at first we feel like I can do this. I can write everything. There's no, uh, I don't need any help. If I get someone's help, then this might damage the idea that I have and things like that. Yeah. But it, it's the opposite. It's true. It can happen, but most of the time, especially if you get the people that you want to work with, mm-hmm. they will work for you to make the product better. So having someone edit your product, like um, and the one that I, that I wrote, Tainted Love. Um, yeah, if you get yeah, <laughs> the reference. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
the adventure tainted love i have um angela sabas also local here um edited that and when i gave her the adventure um like i give her a printed copy because we're friends we play together yeah and hey can you check it out this out and see the things just proofread it and things like that and then when it came back to me this like 40 page adventure it's like all red <laughs> it's like super red yeah. and i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna cry it's like that's my blood right there on <laughs> each page because it's yeah. all like filled with red ink it's like my thoughts are like I thought this is a great adventure already. Like the wording, everything. I thought it was, I proofread, uh, like I read it and yeah. I know I don't want to have any typos there, but how can it be all read? So upon checking all that, making all the changes, uh, you know, it's a big help. And then you get um, cover artists. Like I said, you, you look at Brotherhood, you see them, oh, they all look, kind of happy yeah. and everything seems nice this looks like a pretty safe you know just a chilling adventure but yeah when when you play it so it's, it's it feels different i've read this yeah i read the synopsis it's 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 not a happy thing it's a funeral isn't it <laughs> yeah so yeah so, <laughs> you know, so, so when you watch when you watch an anime something bad has happened like like someone died and then you get a flashback yeah oh, like there's a fire in the happened. background uh, yep. so you yeah. see that so okay, you, yeah. you that, that so the artist captures that feeling and then all right that made the product so much better and then you put some internal art layout if you have can find people to help you build your castle your product yeah. um with you it'll be so much easier for you and so much better and you're not gonna regret it so if you're a new writer that i wish i could have known that if i did i don't i wouldn't have to do everything on my own i don't have to research everything someone can be a lore master hey you can't do that he talks this way yeah. she talks that way and then Everything, everything's good. Yeah, like I get, yeah, it's, 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 it. I think it's a case of like, I, I, I know a lot of people like, I, I don't think I'm, I'm ready to start a collaboration. Um, but until you've done like, I don't know, like, I, I was about to say thirty, but I don't think anyone's ever really ready for a collaboration. You just, you just go with it, and whatever happens, happens, sort of thing. It's the case of, um, you, you learn as you go, and as long as everyone kind of involved is, you know, not. Not, not yeah. to be asked. Well, think of it as, uh, yeah, it, it, of course, reality-wise, it's not going to be easy. Like, even for me, um, even if I talk this way, I'm a really shy person. So um, you can't just reach out. Hey, Matthew, come on, let's do a collab, right? I don't know. I don't know your schedule. I don't know your work ethics, your work style, anything. Like, and... You know, you don't know me, and you know, I might just yeah. like vanish, <laughs> like on day two, and then yeah. that's it. Yeah, no, so I mean, it, 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 it's sorry, it's this case of like where I, I seem very, you know, well upstanding. This is in, in on camera. The moment we go offline, right? like before this interview, yeah. I was just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know for someone who has like a picture of the nine hells. Uh... <laughs> I actually took no. that one myself. I was I was down there. I was... You were there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. No, but um, what I'm saying, it's not easy, of course, but um, you can start out again with just your friends 
think of creating a DM skilled product as a D&D game. Mm-hmm. You, as the lead designer, will be the dungeon master. And I need you, Matthew, to be the editor class. Mm-hmm. And since you're good at it, and you can be the you know artist class, yeah, and you be the internal art, the maps class will be for you, yeah. and then things like that. And then let's see what we come up with. Mm-hmm. And, it, like when you play this game, instead you put it in a product. And and, and there, there are like again, so like both of us being kind of like adventure writers and stuff like that is like you don't necessarily have like if if you want to write adventures, one way to experiment with um collaborations and still keeping that sort of essence of of you know adventure writing you could do a almost like a um like i i'm, well, I'm big on like encounter uh compilations mm-hmm. sort of things um and it is a really safe way to sort of again start dipping your toes into collaborations because everyone has their sort of small contained encounters you say they're you know 500 to a thousand words um and just the nature of, of getting other people's ideas especially if you have like a uh-huh. common theme across them it's yeah it, it it kind of you know that 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 the, those products get quite important when it comes to that so to make sure that there's like a you know consistency among everything um uh-huh. but if you have like a template that you sort of set up saying i try and keep them like this um that, that that that's a good way to start and and that's especially when because trying to i think trying to like trying to split an adventure between multiple writers is is unless there's like set parts it does get a little a little, a little messy <laughs> Yeah, it has its pros and cons, and yeah, if, if you're work now, if you're working alone and you're new, there are a lot of resources out there. I didn't know that stock art is available like a few years ago. Like, you mean there's art that I can use? There's art that you can use in DMs Guild from Wizards of the Coast for free. Yeah, uh, you could put it anywhere. You can use it as a cover art, internal art. You can do that. Um, there's also you know some templates adventure templates that you can use laura i don't want to say her last name because i know i'm going to butcher it but there's this dm skill 5e I, I, uh, word template yeah i believe it's laura hersbrunner i believe hersbrunner i don't want to see i don't want to say it <laughs> but yeah laura thank you very much you're, you're a goddess because again yeah. this this product that she that she um released is a, a 5e basic template for Microsoft Word. Yep. In case that's the one that you use. So that has helped a lot of writers, including me, because um, I don't know anything about any other products. Photoshop is not really my expertise until like recently. I just kind of like YouTube how to make the background transparent and all those things. Mm-hmm. And then I found a website that you can do that easily and then things like that. So there are a lot of tools that you can use if you're just working alone again it has its pros and cons yeah. but I, I mean, there I, are I, things I, out there that you can at, at the end of the day what you, you you learn what's best for you and sometimes that's through trial and error uh, but eventually you know you, you figure out what's the like again you may be the writer which is like i'm going to go to my my wizard's tower i will be gone uh-huh. for a month and when i return i will have my thesis <laughs> <laughs> right it's, it's, and, and yeah like what i was saying like um, when you're creating a product in a collab, like you're the dungeon master as a lead designer and then mm-hmm. everything else like plays with you. And like with the adventures that I wrote, um, they're also like, this is a way for me to make my party, the greasy snitches <laughs> kind of canon. <laughs> so I have some NPCs in yeah. all of those adventures, CCC adventures. You will encounter the greasy snitches 
Like one of the characters of my players will be there um, with their blessings, of course. And they're all just there to like be red herring, basically. <laughs> It's <laughs> chaos. <laughs> but you, 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 they have to be on brand, don't they? Yep, it has to be on brand. Um, but yeah, so that, that makes it fun. They're part of it. They're part of making that product great or better for, for characters worse. Yeah. So I guess uh, kind of like talking about collaborations then, um, or just like, you know, the community as a whole. Um, is, there, is there like anyone in particular in like the, the DMs Guild, the CCC, like, or eventually like, like anyone within the general community that like particularly inspires you? Um, well, again, I'm mostly uh, exposed to Adventurously. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of writers out there, but uh, to me, because um, in Adventures League, you can get into high tiers, like level seven to tw- 17 to 20. And Alan Patrick is actually one of those like awesome writers who can write like level 17 to 20 adventures. So he has a series about cues, like the worm god and like everything. Yeah. And the excitement that you feel when you play those adventures. And like, I'm already overpowered. I have x many magic items and i had the power of a god technically or literally and then like but still the fact that there there's sense of danger Mm -hmm. and the fact that you don't know what to do when you play those adventures written by alan patrick it's just inspiring and if i can have you know uh, work with him on a project or something like that then yeah i'm all up for it i like Take me as an apprentice. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, slide, slide, slide into the DMs. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, good. So, yes, yeah, so if you're watching this, Alan, yes, I'm free. You can DM me. <laughs> I don't want to disturb you, but no. yeah, if you want to collab. I'm, I must admit, yeah, the, the, the tier four is, I, I've never written a tier four stuff, and I am I am scared to just because it's it's with with the lower tiers you have you feel like you have more control over what is likely going to be with the party right. or like you know um the moment you start bringing in like i don't know like the, well at any point someone could just cast wish and <laughs> exactly like yeah. how are you gonna deal with that if somebody casts wish and then you have people who, uh, who can planar bind an angel a devil demon that like one character comes in with like five elemental creatures <laughs> with you. Like, yeah, they, they walk into fight say, oh, sorry, I cast one spell and then whoa, army. <laughs> army there. So and then you have your necromancer with all these undead oh. things. Like, what are you going to do? Um, but the fact that some people can think of, okay, this, hap- this uh, encounter already covers when people bring this when they have magic like that mm-hmm. and in a scenario that this happens and that just that that's just amazing to me it's not easy mm-hmm. i mean I, i'm not I, I doubt i'm at that level yet but the fact that people can do that it it makes me happy my mind immediately goes to is like if i was to write something like this like i would be tempted to potentially write restrictions like, mm-hmm. like, like but that's not a, i don't think that that's a good solution I feel like again right. to, to be like, oh no, this is you're in a anti-magic zone. <laughs> so yeah, was, it takes out of fun and like if you're half the party is like spellcaster and then you have an anti-magic area, like I work hard for like a year or two 
to get this to level 20 and then yeah. you're telling me i can't use like yeah. all of my spells or because of the design i didn't want to deal with a polymorph spell or yeah you know, like a true right. polymorph spell or just you know stuff, something like that i just like i just I, I don't want them to turn my big bad boss into a sheep <laughs> yeah. and then at times um so what makes it fun on these high level adventures is that you can see people come up with solutions like okay i cast polymorph and then I cast, you know, uh, Demiplane, and then I cast all these other spells. They chain it to find a solution to the problem. Yeah. And that, to me, I'm like, wow, okay, you come up with that, then you deserve the win because, yeah. you know, then uh, that means that the adventure is written well, the fact that you were able to come up with that solution. Actually, it was. It's a, a slightly funny story about this. Is So uh, I was actually running a, a, one of my adventures at Albicon. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I had a basically there's, there's the part section where you have a random encounter, and right. during one of these random encounters, the barbarian found essentially a, a black slate like this, and it's meant to be uh-huh. like alluding to like another adventure. It's you know just like a, a hint of like the greater world peace. Um, but during like the the like negotiation right at the end, they were just like, I take out the slate, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and. Law wise, it made sense. Like, again, the, the character they were negotiating with knew what that slate meant. So I was like, mm. I have to reward this in some way. So, so it, it's like, even, even with them, like, you know, that was a tier two thing. I, I can't imagine with the, the, like, the potential the players have to literally just say, I want to try this and go, okay, let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's see where it goes. Yeah. And, and I guess that's my DMing style. Also, when um, I play, um, and I don't really restrict players. Like, if you want to do this, my my uh, my phrase is as a dungeon master is like, follow your heart. It's yeah. basically it. And whenever you want to do something, just do it. Don't mm-hmm. listen to what the other players are saying. Don't listen to me. Follow your heart. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And then if you cast this, let's see what will happen. And then yeah. sometimes you get these creative solutions. And that's why we play D and D, and like to discover those things. And uh, sometimes it's not fun, of course, yeah. But sometimes you get those gems. Uh, mm-hmm. Just makes the you know game night awesome. Yeah, I, 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 there's always like it's case by case. But you know when when someone's yeah. like, I want to do this, and everyone at the table is like, I I don't know what that's gonna do, and everyone's like, I don't know if you should. Those are the moments where it's like yep. pe- where people aren't just like, no, you can't do that. It's like. I, I have no idea what it's like going to do. And that person with like the, 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 the MacGuffin, they're just like, yep. I'm going to smash it. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, and sometimes the solution is there. And sometimes if it fails, those are the things that you're going to talk about like yeah. the weeks later. Like, remember that time when Matthew broke the thing? Yeah. Well, it, it's like, uh, what was it? The, the motto of Dwarf Fortress is losing is fun. It, it can be fun. Oh. Like, yeah, the, the, or like, you know, it's it's... Sometimes you talk about the losses as much as you do the, the victory. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Uh, looking at the time, Paul, uh, we have we have eaten away an hour. Uh, it's an hour already. Yeah, no. like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess kind of like like to kind of bring bring everything around. Then, um, what what are you currently working on, um, and where would be the best place for people to kind of you know keep up to date with with your next releases and whatnot? All right. So there are two things. Um, right now that I'm working on uh, that's uh, well there's a lot of things but uh, two things that are for CCCs 
uh, which is currently on hold until Dungeon Craft comes out. Mm-hmm. One is again the the sequel to Stitch and Tame, which is Maladomini Unleash, Ooh. which is the seventh layer of the Nine Hells. So oh, we we get, we're going lower. We're going lower. <laughs> yes, this is the seventh layer. So if everything works out, you're gonna see that soon on DMs Guild. And then another thing is this one we went full anime with cover artist of uh, Ian Viernes and Philip Aitana also was um, editing it. Um, it's called uh, Devil King High School. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, was, I was like, oh, okay, I see where you go. Then you add the word high school and I'm like, okay, no, this is, I know where we're going with this. <laughs> yeah, well, technically it's Devil King School of Higher Learning, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you catch Devil King High School. So it's still in the nine house. How are you going to get as adventurers? You go to the nine house and then you go to school for, for a year. In fairness, and I we, would, like for some people, hell, school does sound like hell. So I think it's, yeah, it's a very, yeah. very soft fitting. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So, and then you fit that one year of school, uh, like that school year in a two hour adventure. So wow. that's, that's what I'm trying to do. So, and then there's another project. Unfortunately, I can't talk about it yet, but yeah. soon, hopefully, um, uh, gets the uh, information gets released, and then I'm also planning a project about some subclasses uh, for Icewind Dale. Um, we'll see when when it gets done. Slowly dipping into the homebrew realm, um, and it's been a fun journey so far. So yeah, uh, if you wanna talk to me um, again, I'm not gonna reject anything. Just message me. I'm I'm open. Uh, you can find me in Twitter uh, or Facebook at DM Paul G. Nice. Um, and also uh, you can find me in my website. So that's dmpaulg.wixsite.com slash home. Yeah. So find everything that I release in DMs Guilds right there. Paul Gabbett, you'll find everything that I release there. And yeah, every Saturday, uh, I think I stream. Uh, the adventures that I wrote on Twitch, A-N-T-O-O-R-E-N. I think I got that right. And on Twitch, so uh, you can check that out, how we mess up the adventures that I wrote. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that, that's basically. And then also, again, I'm part of the Greasy Snitches. Yeah. So you can find us mostly on Facebook, uh, Greasy Snitches Presents. And we, we usually have events, especially now. Um, I think since we're all kind of shifting to online mm-hmm. uh, conventions, so that means everybody can join, right? Mm-hmm. So join us when that happens. Hopefully, I can get Matthew to DM his adventure with me when that happens. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Any chance to, to throw some dice? Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, was it? We will go. have we have uh, so an absolute link dump in the description. We will we will have like you know DMs go. Yeah, link, everything will be there. Link, it'll, be, it'll be down there, and your your Twitter handles on screen and stuff like that. So no, again, highly highly recommend it. You know, this is eventually the future two time any gold winning uh, uh, this time next year. <laughs> it better happen. <laughs> it better happen. Either, here's the thing: either I've put that energy into the air and it has to happen, or I've cursed you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, either way it's fine we have that. fun now yeah no um no again uh, thank you so much for coming um this, this has been an absolute blast um i've been i've been matthew webby uh yeah you can find me at webby writes um that's pretty much it for me um 
last question of the podcast yeah. then if we can uh, if we if we can find a suitable way to end this podcast um any any suggestions all right I've, I've thought about this i think this is the best way to can you can you do this like this is like a korean heart so you do that it's it just like that like, like just that. like that like just, just like... goodbye G- goodbye <laughs>